You're not alone when it comes to trying new shiny diets, each one promising to make you feel incredible until you realize it's making you feel hungry and deprived and damaging your confidence a little more than the last diet you tried. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to the Anti-Diet Podcast Show, a podcast on a mission to help you break free from yo-yo dieting and equip you with evidence-based advice so you can feel more confidence in yourself without ever feeling deprived. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner practitioner, an author, a keynote speaker, and the founder of the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Each episode is created to help you take one step forward in your weight loss journey without being on a diet. Each day, I will bring you a wealth of knowledge about how you can lose weight without being on a diet. And each week, I'm going to be joined by a guest or a client that's going to give us the insights and the expert advice in the world of well-being. So together, we can learn from real-life trial and triumphs. Tishna, keynote speaker and creator of uh, 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge, the professional women's way of losing weight without the BS diets. How are you guys doing this morning and how are you feeling? Today we're going to talk about um, how to control your anxiety by yourself. The reason I thought about bringing this subject to life and also to our podcast and live show was because of speaking to a few clients. So most of, somebody asked me that yesterday actually, my, my very good friend Claire, we had a lovely coffee yesterday and she asked me, um, how do you come up with different content content every day? So how do you know what to speak about? And my answer was it very much comes from what my clients are talking to me about. Because if my clients have come forward and are speaking to me, they're in my community, they're in my world, I know that other people around will be probably feeling the same way. Um, so that's my reason for, oops, let's take this back. So that's my reason really for um, creating different types of content is according to what's going on. It really is very current, is very, um, very much what people are thinking right now. And I'll kind of bring it to surface and also see if I can help you in any way or form. So that's the whole um, topic today that we're going to talk about. If you are someone who suffers from anxiety or maybe you did in the past or you're prone to it, and with COVID around, which now we are seeing an increase in cases, this kind of news that you hear and the Boris going on an update this afternoon, I believe, um, telling us what else we need to do. We had another update last week. We know that if you've got kids in school, that some of the schools have been closed. The various type of news. I don't want to go in too much because the whole point of me teaching you how to get some of the anxiety in control, okay, and how do you how do you create a a regime around when you're starting to feel that way? So the first step I want you to think about is when you hear the news, what is it that you can do to bring that worry down? Lots of people have stopped listening to the news. You know what? That's pretty good actually. You might think, what well, I need to know. Do you actually need to know? Do you really need to know? Have you got the radio on constantly? Are you constantly checking the updates on the COVID? And if you've downloaded the app, which I know there's been a few issues with that, but if you've downloaded the app, you may be um, watching exactly what's going on. And I, I don't know the app. I'm not going to download it, to be honest. 
um, I don't need to download it. I, it's, what is the app going to teach me that I don't already know? You may think I'm being a bit arrogant around this, but that's my way of protecting me. I need to protect myself first. If I'm constantly surrounded by COVID news, I already get it enough from the schools that my kids go to. I don't want any more. So bring, make sure that my tip number one is to reduce where the uh, information is coming from. Where is the information coming from? Remember, it's media. Lots of things are exaggerated as well. So really think about where are you? So if you're in Milton Keynes right now, we have the lowest cases in the country. That's the reality, okay? Yes, there's the one case in school, the entire school has been shut down because we have to follow the precautions of cleaning the school and inviting people back in. Fighting with the rules, not being happy with why this is happening. Why do I need to do this now? Why do I need to wear the mask? It's too hot in the mask. I did that yesterday myself, actually. A little bit two-faced here. I was. Uh, I went to the city center yesterday. Not been there for about, I don't know, since March. Um, even since I started my business, really, since I gave up Debenhams, I haven't actually, I don't really go. I have I tried to shop online. And really, in reality, my needs have changed. I no longer crave for clothing and shoes and the makeup that I used to. I've got a more of a simple life. Okay, that could be one of the reasons that I don't don't visit. Now, when I went there, I, everybody was wearing a mask. You had to wear a mask before you went in. And it is quite uncomfortable. I can't hear people. That is the reality. It's me, maybe. I can't hear people. And I, I think I maybe look at people's lips when they're speaking. And that's how I get to know that they are speaking to me. Um, anyway, it was a short trip, uh, two hours. We had a coffee together, me and my friend Claire. We had a fantastic conversation that outweighed whatever was going on, right? It, I was in the zone. She was in the zone. We were talking about how do we make people, we both come from the same backgrounds, so life coaching. Um, my Mine is nutrition coaching. You can't do nutrition coaching without actually teaching people about other skills of life like we're doing now. We're not exactly talking about food right now. However, it's still so important to touch because what actually happens when you're anxious, your body is uh, releasing a hormone called cortisol, which is running through your body. And it's a, it's, it's a hormone that's a good hormone, but it's only to be used every now and then, i.e. when you really need it. If you're presented with a tiger or a lion right there, those hormones are going to kick in and you're going to make a decision on what you're going to do, either fl fly off or with a fright, you may stay in one place, whatever. Um, and that's the hormone is for that. Now, if this hormone is there all the time and you're always feeling like there's a tiger in front of you, so always feeling anxious constantly, then you switch on the news, your heart rate starts to increase because you're like, oh my God, oh my God, this is meant to be going away. Why is this coming back? And you literally have now talked yourself into, you can see yourself, in, your anxiety is increasing. So it's the really important thing to do here is to intervene right now. Switch it off, switch the TV off. You don't need to know all of it, okay? You already know You already know enough. And now going forward in future, try and eliminate that news from your life because you need to protect yourself. The thing is, you already know enough about COVID. Uh, what you can do is put the energy that you're using to watch this particular news in yourself. How can you get stronger? How can you have a better immune system? How can you do more exercise so you can have more of a dopamine release hormone, which is the happy hormone, which is released after the exercise? You want to go back into, you want to think about how do I come out of this state and go into the state which makes me happy. Now, the number one thing you can do immediately, turn the TV off, start to deep breathe, start deep breathing. Now, the power of breathing deeply is fantastic. People think, oh, whatever, it's a woohoo, it's for 
hippie people is for whatever well you are completely wrong let me tell you and I'm someone who is very much evidence-based person and I know for fact and there's a huge evidence around this when you start breathing deeply and I'm talking about taking it in taking the breath in for five or six and then releasing it so let's try that now let's do it together so that we can have a little practice so so deep breathing and exhale for five four three two and one immediately I have reset you do this about ten times five six seven eight nine times and you need to remember to do it. But I'm telling you, you will change your state. You will change your state from anxiety that you're going into the anxious state that you're in to a state which is more calmer. I'm not promising that you're going to completely feel better immediately, especially when you start it first time. But like anything, first time is harder. First time you won't believe in it. But you've got to trust the process if you want to change your state. The alternative is that anxiety when left untreated can become chronic which then leads to depression. Okay, that's the alternative. So we need to intervene quickly. Now, if you think you've actually gone past that stage where breathing isn't going to help, but you've tried it, don't write it off before you've tried it, then you may need to go and make a doctor's appointment. And for a short period, you may need uh, some medication, some medication to help you. What actually tends to happen is not just listening to, I've given the COVID example because we're talking specifically about that. What also tends to happen is that affects your sleep as well anxiety does so you fall asleep okay because you're so tired exhausted from actually your body's in overwork process because it's literally the cortisol's running through it's not in a calm state so you exhaustedly fall asleep but you will wake up but when you wake up you can't go back to sleep because the thoughts are coming to your mind whether that's covid it could be other issues that you're dealing with right now it could be a grievance it could be uh, separations it could be divorce it could be loneliness it could be children it could be um jobs it could be careers it could be business it could be so many different things if you don't have the ability to fall back asleep because of something's happened or the thoughts have come through to you again you need to have a process in place what does that process look like a lot of people will just go straight for medication or find an alternative way but what you haven't done is made yourself be self-aware of firstly what's going on acknowledge it don't shame yourself that this stupid woman why are you up what are you thinking about what you want to do is have some positive talk with yourself but you also want to take some action a physical action because a physical action is presented to you you've just woken up and the thoughts are coming to your mind so a physical action of breathing right then what you I mean some people might say uh, do meditation and stuff I don't believe in the nighttime you want to do that I believe if you've woken up at three o'clock are you of a menopausal age maybe you've woken up because you're hot okay very normal but it's not the waking up it's the, the waking up is triggered by a menopause or maybe you created a habit of waking up what actually happens is when you've woken up how do you go back to sleep your your aim is to fall back asleep as quick as possible not to go for a wee walk around the house start picking up your phone now you've completely woken yourself up and what happens when you don't have a sleep a good night's sleep is that you tend to um, have worse day the next day in terms of your anxiety so if you are prone to anxiety, and most people have seen a rise in anxiety in the past six months, that's fact, that's reality. But nothing is going to change if you don't change. So you need to change to manage it. You don't put the TV on in the middle of the night, start watching Netflix. You're not doing yourself a favor, by the way, because what you're doing is you're not facing the issue. What you're doing is trying to distract yourself. 
versus actually spending a bit of time on yourself and doing the breathing doing the breathing lie down stay still if your duvet is hot remove the duvet put some pajamas on they're not so hot depending on who you are okay if you're not menopausal age this won't be helpful but what you can do is stay in bed and really tell yourself you're going to go back to sleep and keep breathing keep counting to 10 keep breathing and i promise you that is going to make you fall asleep not everybody i can't guarantee for the, uh, nothing i'm saying is going to work on everyone but what i'm saying is that if you have done nothing about it so far nothing then why not try this step which is free which is in your control which is easy to do doesn't require anything in your hand it's not tangible it's in you you just breathe you change your state and you go back to sleep and if you wake up again you do it again you keep doing it until you fall back asleep because even that that you staying and breathing is going to make you feel better versus staying up all night and thinking about everything because you're not just going to think like this are you let's let's see if you woken up at night you're going to say right oh covid oh it's going to go away don't worry no one's going to be affected my family's fine yeah they'll be fine yeah you're not doing that because you won't be. this person who's doing this isn't waking up at night they're, they're pretty okay they're calm they're not suffering from anxiety when you're suffering from anxiety your cortisol isn't going to let you think rationally because it's a flight or fright hormone, which means danger, danger is presented, danger, the red alarms is going off. So you're not thinking like that. No one's thinking like that when they've got presentation of fear to them. And that's why you need to breathe and breathe and breathe so that you can fall back asleep because your fundamental things in place, if you can get those in place, like your food for your immunity, so you can prevent the virus, your sleep, for your immunity and for your mental health so you can prevent virus and then your um, regime of your exercise those three are foundational things and hydration that you really want to look at those are the things you want to spend your time doing but there are going to be some people that this particular advice i'm giving isn't going to help why because perhaps they've been in this situation for too long and it wouldn't help. But there's nothing wrong in trying this out. There's nothing wrong in trying this out. These are the tips from, pe from people who are highly successful in these areas. Not monetary-wise, highly successful. Monks use th these kind of techniques as well. Um, and well, they've, they're surrounded in, 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 a, in a place where they don't feel anxious because they have created a life where there is no anxiety or very little. And if it does come, they know what to do with it. You don't know what to do with it. You, you, we haven't been taught this in school. That when you get anxious, this is what you need to do. We are starting to teach this in school. In fact, my son had a really good session in his primary school once. Uh, we, we all went there. We all did these breathing techniques. We had different techniques given to us to deal with this. So we are starting to see this, but maybe you're of an age <laughs> that you're not going to school. Maybe you're of an age that is a menopausal lady. Don't keep thinking and writing yourself off because you've got perimenopause or menopause no that's not going to help you because it's not going away by the way it stays around for 10 years plus menopause from your early 40s to maybe 60s at times and beyond now we've created a habit of not sleeping blah blah knock-on effects as a result of that so we can't ignore it we have it it's real there's a decrease of hormone in the body, hence the issues are presented to us. There is a heightened anxiety just from being in menopause, full stop. Um, but what's going around us is actually exaggerating that issue. 
and it's real. So telling yourself off, calling yourself names isn't going to help. It's asking for help, asking for expert help, reaching out. This is how I'm feeling. Because that re- that if you don't deal with this particular thing, the result would be that maybe the way you deal with things is you go and emotional eat and then you are 10, 20, 30 pound heavier. That's not going to serve you while we've got this virus either as we've seen now the obesity and virus are very much related um so that's not going to serve you so where do you start what's your fundamental things that you can do that's in your control right now look at your lifestyle and think how is my sleep what do i need to change with that did i wake up make some observation gather some data so that you can start working on specific areas that you need to your food might be great your exercise is great but your sleep is poor right let's work on that your sleep is great, great, great foundation if your sleep is great, by the way. Not many people, I mean, there's so many people have told me their sleep is poor lately. I am I'm inundated with people asking me, how do they fix this? How do they fix this? Because this one thing is really slowing their, their next day down. Their moods are bad. They're struggling with coming to terms with what's going on in their lives. Yet least effort is going into improving that particular issue. Why? Because don't know what to do waiting for it to naturally occur, waiting for COVID to go away, then I will sleep better, waiting for my kids to grow up, then I will sleep better, waiting for me to get a job, then I will sleep better, waiting to pay my mortgage, then I will sleep better. Well, guess what? That's not going to happen. You need to figure out how can you sleep with what's going on around you because you need to sleep well, because you need to reboost your hormones, because you need to detox and have a cell renewal system that happens overnight. Your cells need to renew that happens overnight in your sleep. And that causes a suppression in immunity, the lack of sleep would. So it's really important that you get to fix that. So what are, what are the, th- I mean, I've, I've talked a lot about sleep, so feel free to go through my podcast, find the sleep podcast and listen to it couple of things I can just recap is when you are getting ready to sleep, what does your regime look like? Have you actually changed your mattress? Has it been years? Maybe the mattress is not comfortable. Pillow. These are the things that are quick, easy wins. Rather than, you know, you didn't book a holiday this year, did you? So with that money, buy yourself a great mattress, a nice quilt, special speciality quilt, especially if you're menopausal, nice pillow. You don't want these things waking you up. These things are in your control, okay? What does the light look like in your room? Have you got a partner that snores? Take yourself to a different room. Now, people say that people laugh at this one, but this is real, by the way. If every night your partner snores, that's man or woman to each other, you will not fall out of love with each other if you were to sleep somewhere else. Because look at the intention here. What you're trying to do is give you each other space, especially have a especially if you have a spare room you can do that in a good night's sleep is is more important to uh be productive the next day to show your love to your partner the next day then actually i'm going to stick with him because there's no way i'm sleeping in the room sleeping in the room marks us being separate it does not you, you, you have the intention whether you, you know, if you're going to separate and you're going in the other room for that reason. What you're doing is you're looking after yourself. What you're doing is you have a deep love for you and hence you are doing that. If you can't love yourself and you're just going to love your other person or try and love them, that's going to run out very quickly, by the way. You're relying on the third party to give you love. You're relying on the other sources to give you love. You need to love yourself by actually putting yourself 
back to sleep and getting a good quality. We're talking about seven and a half hour to nine hours sleep. We're not talking about three, four hours. That is not enough. I don't care what, how old you are. Your seven to nine hours is what we're looking for. Athletes, people who work out a lot, look for, you know, they wake up, they at least take nine plus hours sleep to recover so they can go and perform again. Not woohoo, guys, real, real stuff happening. What is your regime before sleeping? Are you scrolling mindlessly through Facebook? Then you see something that's going to stay in your mind. Put the phone away two hours before you go to bed. Do kind of mindless laundry at nighttime. Don't divulge into stressful conversations with your family purposely. Maybe in the family, there's five people. Everybody sleeps really well, but you struggle. Do not talk to them about and tell them, is it okay if we don't talk about stressful events at nighttime because it keeps me awake? I am struggling with sleep. Speak up and tell them. That way they will respect you that you've told us and also they will allow you to uh, not, oh, and they will stop themselves speaking about things which may upset you. Okay, this is might seem a very tiny little thing, but actually it's you building a regime. In our house, we don't speak about stressful events after eight o'clock, okay? We try and put the phone away at half eight. After my lives, which uh, are in my 30 day anti-diet challenge and my Kickstarter groups that I'm in right now, we put the phone away purposely so that we can just be phone free and we're not looking at any messages, any delayed gratification or gratification or who's liked what and who's not liked what. It actually doesn't matter. Whatever is going on, just put it away. Because guess what? The next day you can pick it up again. You can do that. We're going to talk about morning routine, how you start your day to set you up for success tomorrow. Maybe we'll bring that tomorrow for you if I can remember. Let's make a note of it now. Morning routine. Don't think I've talked a lot about that. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Okay, so hopefully these little tips I've given you will help you. So think about the routine. Think from half eight at night, if you sleep at 10, an hour and a half before, you put your phone away. You you maybe have a, a bath if, if you're a bath person. I have a shower every night. So you maybe have a bath. It, it, my mind knows I'm about to go to sleep and it's setting me up for a good night's sleep, okay? And thank God I have a really, really good sleep um, because I have things in place that does that. Do I have stressful events in my life? 100%, just like you. I get affected by lots of things too, but I have I have sh uh, sheltered myself from some of the COVID news for sure um, because I know that I can do this. I can eat really well. I can exercise. I can wash my hands. I can make sure my kids' hands are washed. I can give my kids vitamins, myself vitamins, and I can sleep well. Okay. And I will drink enough or try and drink enough. That's my sticky point. So once I've done this, I, I feel that I've done everything I can in my possible, uh, in my, in my um, what's the word I'm looking for? In my control. Everything else is not my control. What Boris is coming up with is not in my control. I don't want to use my energy telling them off or don't think the government's doing enough. Because if I was to ask you, what are you doing for you, life? What are you doing for you? I don't think you're going to have a leg to stand on. So please, before you actually go out and uh, put use your energy onto negativity, i.e., you know, Boris is doing this now, he's doing this now, he's doing this now. Right? you got to remember, he's got to do things for the entire country. You are one person in your house. You do what you what you think is right in your house, but you've got to follow the rules. Whatever he brings up, we need to follow it. We can fight it and we can get annoyed with it every now and then, but quite frankly, we need to follow them. That's because that's what happens when your leader is asking you to do something. 
But my question to you is, what are you doing to prevent the virus from your household? What are you doing? Are you eating well? Are you, are you decreasing the takeaways? Are you reducing the alcohol? Are you increasing the sleep? Are you increasing your uh, awareness to your mental health? Have you got meditation in place? Do you do some breathing? Have you got exercise regime in place? Do you go for a walk? Do you speak to your friends for your mental health? Are you doing all of those? If you are in a really good place and you're doing all of those, even then don't say anything to Boris. Just leave it. Some things there's no, you, you don't want to fight with some of the things that are going on. It's battles. You pick your battles and that one you don't want to pick because if you're going to be a part of people, that a club of people that are just going to join together and just complain, 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 then your, your ne energy is all converted into negative and you're not feeling so great after that, are you? Because once you've done the complaining, you can't change anything. What happens next? Right. So think about what can I do in my household to create some rules, to create some boundaries so we all can have a better sleep, so we can have better food. We're going to reduce some of the snacks. Let's stop buying some of the crisps and let's see if we can become healthier. Let's increase our vegetables. Let's increase our water. Let's decrease the squash and the juice and the Coke and Diet Cokes. Diet Cokes, you know, it's okay every now and then. Not great related to obesity, guys, you know, because it, it, it creates cravings. So, Think about what healthy things can you bring in and keep to the whole thing. Anything that looks like a chemical reaction is not going to be healthy. However, every now and then is fine. Right. I think that hopefully will explain how do you want to bring in your anxiety to control the food and mental health has a massive correlation between it. You are eating, if you're eating poor quality of food, that doesn't mean when I say poor quality of food, you're choosing to eat processed food and not whole foods and not fresh foods, then your mental health is not going to be in the best place. That's a fact. That's a fact. Our brain needs to be fed healthy fats. You've chosen to give up on avocado. You don't have any healthy fats in your body. You don't know how many to have. Then you are not going to be feeling so great. That's a simple fact. Okay. People who feel great are the people who actually look after their mental health via nutrition. First and foremost, it is the foundation of anybody, any temple i.e. us, temple, got this word from Michelle Rebel Coops yesterday, we look, should look after our temple and we should let the rest of the world worry about their own temple. So my question to you today is, how are you looking after your temple? What have you done all day to look after your temple? Drop the comments below, let me know, uh, and I will re uh, reply to some of those. Thank you so much for joining this morning. Let me just, if, if you're okay, let me just tell you that these are the exact things I teach in my 30-day anti-diet challenge, which starts in on Monday. Super excited. I start one every month. Um, and we have around 10 to 11 people so far which are joining in these challenges and are excited. So, yes, you're going to lose up to 10 pounds. Uh, people have lost more than that. Some people have lost less than that. But the other things like the sleep has improved, self-awareness has improved. The part, the, the, there's been some kind of uh, light bulb moments when it comes to your environment and your relationships. We talk about um, how do you feel karma? What do you have to do to do those things? We got deeper in it. There's, there's some work you have to do. It's a challenge. So every day there's a new challenge. There's a new little piece of work, a document that you fill out. There's a live coaching every single day. There's um, question answer coaching every single week, twice a week from me. So it's a very interactive group. This week is a final week for the previous 30-day uh, challenge and we're going through plates. So plate challenge. They post a plate of their food and I give them advice directly on how 
their food is looking, if there's balance, if it's not, and it's massive teaching ground. So this is my favorite week. I love seeing all the foods that people are eating. And if you go into my group, you won't believe it. There are thousands and thousands of pictures of food going through. So if you are sitting there thinking I could do with maybe perhaps looking after myself, I could do with increasing my self-confidence, I could do with increasing my self-esteem, and I could do with being a bit healthy while losing weight as a professional woman, then I will highly recommend that you join my 30-day challenge for the price of a takeaway for less uh, for four people. Less than a price to take for four people, actually. It's £47 for the challenge. Um, come and join and... Um, absolutely have a blast you are going to be blown away with the with the course that I've put together it's a challenge so you're going to follow a challenge and you are not going to follow a diet you're going to be following a challenge you're going to get very much aware of who you are what are you eating what do you need to eat and then at the end of 30 days you know exactly where you are and you can go on do this on your own or there'll be uh, another program that I'll offer you if you wish to kind of Hold, if you would like me to hold your hand and take you through to the next step so 30 day anti-diet challenge lose up to 10 pounds starting October 5th come and join me I would love to have you my mission is to help 1 billion women hence the price is so low when you look at the uh, amount of things I've put in this challenge and amount of efforts I have everything that I've learned everything that I apply on myself I've put in this challenge you will be blown away with the value which is so good and that's why the value is so low because I want to reach as many people as possible so if you know anybody as well it could be a gift that you could buy them that's how cheap it is you know we don't even think about uh, the 47 pound we'll spend it on buying mcdonald's for our kids or you know uh, just popping to tesco express and you like i was only going to get milk why have i got all of this so think about it if it's right for you come and join me click the link below and um, just join it's very simple create a membership area which will give you all of your training um, and you come into a facebook group where you meet all the others so thank you guys thank you so much for being with me this morning think about your um where you are in terms of your anxiety levels how can you get a little bit of it in control if it's too much out of your control don't be frightened to see a doctor and let them know how you're feeling sometime a little bit of help from outside can put you back on track which means that you can gather yourself and then start again so hope that's helpful take care, everyone see you tomorrow we're going to talk about the morning routine i'm just saying it over and over again so i can remember it bye for now Hey everybody, this is Farah again. I wanted to invite you to the best thing I've ever created inside the Deep Health community. It's a challenge and we call it the 30 day anti-diet challenge. Every professional woman is one challenge away from achieving the life where she can gain control over her health and her weight loss. I've created this challenge to help you lose up to 10 pounds in weight no matter where you are in your weight loss journey. This challenge is going to help you to understand why the diets you've tried in the past that haven't worked and why eating this way can revolutionize the way you look at food and transform your body and create that ultimate success. I recommend highly you do this right now. Stop this video, pause it, go online and press the 30dayantidietchallenge.com and join the next challenge. The next challenge starts in few days.